It's Hockey Prospect Radio brought to you by Fractal Hockey Consulting. Through an integrated series of best business practices, they design solutions for hockey operations and hockey business operations. We're continuing to talk about the Caps prospects with Ross Mahoney, their assistant general manager. Ross, want to get your thoughts on Ivan Mira Shashenko. You know, he's such an intriguing young player. He's still only 19, but he's 6'1", 195 pounds already. And he's coming, he came over to play for his first year in the American Hockey League as a 19-year-old. But because he played in the KHL, I'm less nervous about that. Maybe nervous isn't the right way, but I have a little bit of trepidation when younger players come in. But if they have that pro experience, particularly in Europe, I think it makes the transition that much easier. And I know it's been early based on our recording. He's only played five games, but, you know, he's got three points and, you know, he's a plus on the plus minus ledger, which isn't the greatest stat, but I mean, it's much better than having, you know, big minuses on his, you know, on his ledger as well. Thoughts on his transition thus far. I know it's early, but thoughts on how he's handled it. Yeah, no, I think he's handled it really well. Um, I thought he had a really good training camp. Uh, He got an opportunity to get in and play a few exhibition games and played really well in the exhibition games. Um, As you said, he's down in Hershey right now. Um, I think he scored uh, a couple goals here in the last three games, uh, playing with uh, Hendricks Lapierre and uh, and Dubé. They seem like they've got some good chemistry. Um, Physically, he's he's very strong for a 19-year-old. So I think that transition that you were talking about going from you know, 19 year old to the American Hockey League, which is such a good league, you know, it, and it's tremendous. It I think people, people really, I think sometimes underestimate how good the players are and how good the league is. And, and uh, I think that you're right in the sense of when he was playing, you know, with the men in Europe, I mean, I think that helps that transition. Uh, it makes it a lot easier than just, you know, coming out of, out of junior or coming out of college and being, you know, put in that situation. But um Really happy with his uh, with his progress so far, and and uh, we got a great staff down there in, in Hershey, and they're doing a real good job with him. Well, it's one of the AHL you know teams I like going to see play. I think it's a great setup for your prospects. You know, we've had a a really long relationship with Hershey uh, as the ownership group. I think that's really really important. You're very obviously close to you know your player development staff gets down there. You know, it's easy to get to from that standpoint. I like that. How much do you think it's important to have him paired up with a couple, like at least one young guy, you know, in, in, in Hendricks in that fact that you can pal around with a guy who's around your age as the, you know, you're both beginning the transition through the American hockey league with, you know, in a league with a lot of older players, you know, that 25, 26 to 30, you know, two year olds, that's the majority of the league with the young prospects of, you know, 20 to 23 sprinkled in there. Yeah, no, we've got a real good situation there. We always have some uh, really good veteran players. Um, you know, we've had, I guess, the opportunity over the years to have our young guys grow up in a winning environment. And uh, we're, you know, the players did a great job last year in winning the Calder Cup. And, Again. and you're right. I mean, he does have the Hendricks Lapierres and, you know, Vince Nairorios down there. We've got Alexander Sustalev. So it's not like he's on this, you know, veteran team. He also, as you said, has young guys that he's uh, – hanging out with, but also has that veteran leadership to be able to help not just uh, Ivan, but uh, but the rest of our younger guys. And uh, we couldn't ask for a better situation, you know, as far as our relationship with Hershey. And, you know, it's kind of led by Brian Helmer, um, you know, the general manager down there. And Brian's, he knows what this is all about. You know, he was part of our system. He was, uh, 
I think he's probably won three or four Calder Cups himself as a player or as a general manager. And, and it, you know, moves on to our coaching staff, which are really good at, uh, real good teachers. Todd Nelson does a great job. So, you know, I think we're really fortunate and it's, uh, it's a real good situation. Like I said, not just for Ivan, but for all of our young players. Yeah, and that's what I've talked to Patrick Williams about that specifically, about the necessity of having your AHL farm team, having that stability long-term and having that balance between, yes, you want to win because obviously you have to drive revenue for the ownership group and you want to put your players in winning you know, situations, but also there's that development factor too of teaching these young players how to play and try to balance that effectively. So yes, we're going to try to win, but you know, we also have to develop at the same time without sacrificing the young players. Yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, if you look back at our kind of our history there, even the Stanley Cup winning team, I mean, and players before that, you know, the Carl Alzners and John they Carlson. They came through Hershey. Mike, yeah, Mike Greens and, you know, whether it was Jay Beagle and we had a lot of players, Chandler Stevenson, you know, they they came through Hershey. I mean, some of our Europeans, I guess, that didn't come over till they were 21 or 22 might have gone right to the NHL, but uh, for the most part, all of our younger people go to Hershey, and it's oh, it's been a great experience for them, and it's really prepared them for uh, to step in and, and play well in the NHL for us. Let's talk about Ryan Chesley, defenseman who is now going into his second year University of Minnesota after coming out of the program, and he's one of those guys where he it sort of reminds me of Martin Farivarvi and the fact when Martin was that age. Everybody sort of like kind of dismissed him a little bit like, oh, yeah, he's a fine player. And you kind of like shrugged their shoulders. And I'm like, like on our show, we talked about you, talked to you about Martin and like, no, I think he's going to play because he just does things so efficiently. It doesn't wow you, but he's just so efficient and understands how to skate the game really intelligently. I think Ryan's on the same sort of path. Like he's going to be almost under assuming he's going to be a little bit under the radar because um, he wasn't, he's a second round pick, not flashy, but just effective. The guy, and he'll end up probably playing, he might play 10 years in the NHL because of that. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I am, I think Ryan in his draft here um, probably had a little more of a, a defense role on the U.S. under 18 team. Which happens when you got a stacked team. A, yeah, he was more, you know, two way defenseman, penalty kill. But I think the interesting, you know, sort of side note to that was that. I don't think there's been a defenseman. Uh, I think he scored the most goals of any defenseman in the history of the program. So the offense is there, you know, and I think it'll, it'll, uh, it'll come out more and more um, as, you know, as he continues to to play here and as he, as he matures. So, yeah, I, th- I think there's more to give with him, with Ryan offensively, but uh, we were very happy to be able to call his name up, you know, a couple of years ago. We think we got a, a real solid uh, player. One of the things that you, you know, once again, I'm going to reference Martin Ferrivari on that is those type of players tend to be far more effective in the pro game at the NHL and AHL level than they are in junior or college because play, their wingers and their defense partners are where they're supposed to be. It's almost like they're waiting, you know, when they have the puck. I'm like, okay, you're supposed to be where you're supposed to be. Okay, now I can move the puck. And there's like, you know, they're not, they don't get a chance to take advantage of opportunities because they look at, what's the best move and you know we have to do that and so there's very there's those kind of players are so conscious of what they do with the puck that i think they're more adept to playing at the pro game when everybody's much more responsible and consistent in that respect 
Yeah, and I think sometimes, you know, when you go to a game and, and the player, he might not uh, do something in that game that is just unbelievable, you know, exceptional. But you walk out of the rink and go, boy, that, that guy never made he didn't make any mistakes tonight. You know, kept it simple, you know, head man the puck, was always in good position defensively. And and I think when you're talking about the Martin Faravaris and the Ryan Chesleys, you know, that's that's sort of what you're looking at. You know, you're looking at these players that uh, are, are, you know, quietly play really, really well. You know, like I said, maybe they don't come out and do that, something that just wows you, but you leave the rink saying, boy, that was pretty, pretty mistake-free game there, you know, really solid. Well, those are the players that coaches like, but in, in many cases, more importantly, sometimes it's the type of player that an offensive-style defenseman wants to play with. They want to play with those type of defensemen. They love those guys. You talk to Drew Doughty, how much he loved playing with like Rob Scuderi and, and Willie Mitchell and guys like that where he never had to worry, right? Like you ask Mike Green, who would you like to play with? It's guys like that. You know, sometimes we don't appreciate, you know, players like that of how consistent they are in terms of just mistake-free hockey. And yeah. that, like, and breaking up plays, you know, and they just sort of, if you accumulate that over time, Boy, it makes a huge, huge difference. No, I agree. And I, I think there's a, a real level of trust, too, with whoever your defense coach is. You know, when they have players like that that are that you're mentioning that are, you know, kind of really good complementary players to that really offensive, you know, player that they have. I, I think those uh, those complementary guys are very, very valuable, you know, in the sense that, you know, they're always going to be in the right position and be able to back up, you know, that offensive, you know, um, defenseman that you have who maybe is, you know, allowed to take more chances and be a little more creative because he has such a, you know, solid player with him as a partner. Well, Ross, I want to thank you very much for coming on the show. Always appreciate it. Look forward to seeing you at the rink. Oh, it's uh, it's a pleasure. It's uh, I always enjoy your conversation, Shane. Thank you very much. We're going to take a short break, but we'll be back right after these messages. <laughs> 